minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Somewhat of a day-challenged Nachum Siegel. <laughs> if I would have remembered that uh, the last time we broadcast it was Friday, maybe I would have remembered to uh, include all of our regular themes. That's a discussion for another day. Uh, I don't think I could have that discussion on the air without some of the veterans of JM the AM uh, on the air with me. Um, one of our amazing JM the AM staff members is, of course, Miriam L. Wallach, and we are both down here at Legendary Destinations on Isru Chag 5774. It is the day after Pesach. For those in Israel, it's the second day after Pesach. For them, it's a distant memory. <laughs> They've had so many bagels by now. Yeah, they, we, we make a big deal about going to the pizza shops last night. Are you kidding? Right. They've been stuffed with pizza for a day and a half at this point. There was um, a Lower East Side pizza update, by the way, on Facebook. Did you see it? I did. I saw it. Big crowd. Oh, yeah. I'm happy big, to see that they were open. Yeah, they had a big crowd at 11 p.m. Uh, up in New York City on the corner of Grand Street and Essex Street last night. Uh, Shalom Chai Pizza. And we had our own pizza party right Correct. here down in Cape Coral, which included pizza and milkshakes. Donuts. Donuts. Cookies. Right. Ice freshly cream. Freshly baked cookies, right? Ice cream. Right. A uh, whole bunch of stuff that people were enjoying last night in a, in a relatively quick chametz party. Oh. Did you get the impression that people were trying to do a lot of stuff? They were trying to have a chametz party, pack to go to the airport and sort of wrap things up after Yontif? Everyone's turnaround was pretty quick. Yeah. Between packing up your rooms and everything else, getting the food out, it was really... Um, but that's but that's the way the entire Yontif went. When was everything the, was fast. When was the first time we ever mentioned legendary destinations on the air? Thanksgiving or later? Uh, no. Hanukkah? I don't think it was that late. January? March? Yesterday? <laughs> When's Pesach? Right. When's the first time we ever... It was not as late as Thanksgiving? I don't think so. It was earlier than that? Alan thinks it's, Alan thinks it it's was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay. Thanksgiving. I don't know. So Everything's a blur. Know, Everything's a blur. So now we know what Cape Coral is. And now we know what the west in Cape Coral is. And now we know what Marina Village is. Forget it. Now we know what the west coast of Florida is. <laughs> now we know what the west coast of Florida is. Did I tell you what we were watching? For? Oh, I did tell you uh, what we were watching me, from I'm, my room. I'm in the middle of discussing what oh, we discovered. We know what, yes, a, sir. we know what a legendary destination is. Yes, sir. And we also know what legends are because we really uh, were surrounded by a lot of legends this past week. It was a great trip. Including Freddie Roman. Freddie Roman. He's a legend. Absolutely. Including a soul farm. They're legends. Eighth day. Eighth day are legendary. We had a lot, a lot of legendary stuff going on. You were saying, I'm sorry. Steve Bill is legendary. Steve Bill as well. Um, I was I was reminding you of what I had said about the um, the natural wildlife we were watching from our room last night. Right. In the is this is this still part of the Gulf? This is an inlet of the Gulf. You're asking me. Yeah, I I am. But Al, I, Alan, thank you, Alan. Alan's answering. So we watched the stingrays Alan from our room. Alan does not to say no to anybody. That's true. It's always a yes, no matter what you need. <laughs> if you need to know if that's the Gulf, he says yes, it's the Gulf. Shkayach, it's the Gulf. Exactly. We watched stingrays from our room. We watched a dolphin and we watched a shark. Wow. And my dad and I were convinced that last week we saw an alligator. Not in this part, but as we were walking to the two other pools um, in that little inlet area as you're walking up the road, we saw something that was laying very still that was supposed to look like a log but was breathing. Huh? How do you like that? Yeah. 
Even though the fishermen on the dock told us that there ain't no uh, alligators in these parts. Did the alligator show an affinity toward uh, Pesach pizza? Um, I did not converse with it, and my father asked me not to get as close as I was getting. Mm. You know, but um, but so there we was, don't know if the alligator. We do not know. Has a uh, has a um, a leaning, if you get the pun, oh. toward toward Pesach pizza. We just don't know. Good thing it's only six ten. Anyway, um, for those who've been up all night. And I know that in the great tradition of uh, Jewish homemakers, I bet you there have been some people who were up all night transitioning back to uh, regular, Correct. back to normal, back to chametz. I welcome you. Many of you are probably anticipating the start of this show so that you could have a little entertainment and accompaniment as you finish uh, packing away some dishes and taking those uh, heavy covers off of the counters and uncovering the table and uh, unwrapping the... Uh, the uh, you know what we used to cover in the old days the um, what do you call the thing the the silver thing you know you keep all the silver what do you call that thing the, the I mean silver like the break front yeah the break front uncovering yeah. we used to cover the break front well I always used to enjoy finding things where I had hid them like oh this is where I stuffed that this is where I put it right <laughs> oh that's where that is and oh, taking funny. off the faucet covers the faucet covers and um, the refrigerator ha- the refrigerator handle line everything everything. <laughs> We are so much oh, wiser gosh. now. There is so much stuff going on in so many homes. So thank you for listening in to JM and the AM on this Wednesday morning. It's Isru Chag, and we're back to a normal schedule, believe it or not. That's it, every Monday through Friday now for the next while, I guess until Shavuos, every Monday through Friday between 6 and 9. And we've picked up a whole bunch of brand-new listeners down here who are going to be tuned in in different areas of the United States and the world. Uh, a very, very nice group of people among the hundreds that... Uh, came down to spend Pesach in Cape Coral. And Legendary Destinations will have some announcements, not just regarding Pesach for next year, but announcements regarding upcoming holidays and adventures that they're going to be going on and leading uh, over the next few months. And we'll have that for you right here at JM in the AM. And we thank uh, Masha and David and Alan and everybody who guaranteed us back in November a great time and one where every base would be covered and one that would not behave like a first-year program. That's Absolutely. exactly what they came through with. They, and ask any guest who was here. You took a family pic also, right? Yeah, of course. We took a uh, family picture. Did you get yours last night? Yeah. Yeah, they came out great. The family pictures with the frames and everything. I, I thought, thought it, that was a very nice I touch. thought it was very nice, but the memory of trying, of um, the, the memory of my kids uh, being against going downstairs to take oh. the picture completely clouds the actual <laughs> result of that beautiful picture. No, it was great. And uh, it's a nice memento. In fact, I'm going to emblazon the word 2014 on the back, so I remember what year oh, it happened. Oh, nice. So By the way, it... the bagels are out. Oh, there you Baruch go. Hashem. I was waiting for that. Although we did have bagels over the last eight days. It's right. probably not the Potato same. Potato bagels. Right, not the same taste as this one. Right. It's all good. Today is day eight in the counting of the Omer, day number eight. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. There are people who are still counting. <laughs> With a bracha out there in our audience, Good we encourage yeah we encourage them to continue, and we will try our best to continue. Plenty more coming up. It's JM and AM at 12 minutes after six o'clock from Cape Coral, from the Westin, from legendary destinations, from uh, the site of what was an absolutely beautiful, wonderful yuntif in the lap of luxury. Uh, we're privileged that we're able to uh, take our families and spend time at a Pesach program like this. And no matter where you were, whether you were on a Pesach program, New York, Florida, Israel, no matter where. Uh, or if you were home enjoying an incredible, which I also love. I love staying home for Pesach as well. It's always a, a, a different uh, 
and wonderful experience. No matter where you were, I hope you had a wonderful Yontif, a peaceful Yontif, and one that you'll look back on and say that was a fabulous holiday of Pesach. More coming up. This is JM in the AM at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. i 
with Shal Shelas, a nice set of music, including a bunch of Modanis. You heard Yitzi Spinner in there. You heard uh, Yaakov Shweki. You heard Aryeh Kunzler. And uh, here we are on a Wednesday morning, Isru Chag at JM in the AM. For those tuned in in Israel, I know it's uh, a distant memory, the uh, holiday of Pesach, which ended on Monday night. For uh, everybody outside of Israel, it ended last night. And I thank everybody for tuning in on this Isru Chag edition. I'm here with Miriam L. Wallach. Good morning, sir. Good morning. As we wrap up the holiday, reminder: today is day eight in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Day number eight in the counting of the Omer. So let's look and see um, what we're leaving in terms of the um, current temperature and what we're flying <laughs> oh, into. Oh, I didn't do this yet. I didn't take a deep, hard look at. Uh well, right now it's 63 in Cape Coral, and it's supposed to be sunny and 81 today. What do you think the current temperature is right now in Jersey City? I don't know. Is it as bad as last week? Can we play over-under? It's frankly a little better than last week. I'm surprised. What do you think it is right 46? now? 46? 51 right now hey, in Jersey City. Hey, it's a Schmitz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we'll be back at our home yeah. base tomorrow. Early in the morning, starting at 6 a.m. Hey, it's supposed to be 64 on Shabbos in New York. Is that true? That's almost as close to eight as 84. <laughs> um, yes, that's what it says, 64. High of 64, low of 45. A lot of people were spending the eighth day of Pesach outdoors yesterday. You know why? Yes, because they want to imprint and they want to make sure that their tan has been solidified before they come back to uh, because God, the tundra. God forbid somebody shows up to work Thursday morning. <laughs> Without somewhat uh, the brown pigment. And everyone's going to be wearing white. Of course. You bet. Everyone's wearing white tomorrow. I just want to know if when I get back to New York tomorrow, it's supposed to be, I don't know what symbol that is on Google weather. I don't know. Is that wind? Maybe that's wind. It's supposed to be 61 tomorrow. Am I going to be wearing a sweater tomorrow? I'm really not prepared. Am I pulling out the boots? Am I taking the boots back out? I'm not prepared. Why? You're saying this is a drift back into winter? Well... It snowed in Muncie last week. It snowed over the first days of Yontif. I don't uh, think we're not drifting. I think I think that's just the way that people down here, you know, 
they want to make you feel as good as possible. So they walk into the dining room in the morning and they go, hey, it's snowing in Muncie. <laughs> oh, so they're the spinning first, the weather. For the first days, there were flurries all over the place. I don't think it actually snowed. Well, listener Sina. Yeah, said it snowed? She said Is that. Is she in New York? How would she know if it snowed? Yeah, she's up north. Oh, she's in New York. Maybe to a Floridian like her, it looks like snow, but in reality, it was it's not. Dantriff? Snow. What, it's Dantriff? I don't just, know. Maybe okay. just, you know, she thought, oh, wow, it's so cold here. It's like snow here. Mm, well, I, don't know. I have a feeling that she's going to defrost when she gets back to uh, Florida later today. Now, a couple of things. First of all, uh, a big thank you to all those responsible for engineering our programs. Absolutely. I want to thank Stan back in the studio, who's been amazing. And it's always you, incredible when we're on the road. And I want to thank Miriam L. Wallach, oh. who never expected to engineer. <laughs> I, uh. I usually am the one who replaces ZK on Pesach. But in this case, because of the... Uh, trials and tribulations of setting things up here last Sunday, <coughs> uh, you ended up taking that role, so thank you. And we'll also thank Rob down, Rob. Here, down here at the Westin. By the way, that's going to become the ultimate compliment at the network. When we refer to, oh, he is Rob. He is Rob. That's like going to be the ultimate compliment. Well, he could not have possibly have been more accommodating. Oh, here he is. There Rob, he is. There Rob. Is. Nice round of applause <laughs> for Rob. He's like, what do you need? Not only more, <laughs> not only so accommodating, but... Uh, He's here before we are in the morning. Yeah, but not only that, last Sunday when we were trying to get things to work, he just dedicated his whole day to it. Correct. So I thank him for that. I do remind everybody that uh, JM and the AM will be hitting the road again. If you think that uh, Florida is the only destination that we go to, I do remind you that Wednesday, April 30th, which is one week from today, we're going to be broadcasting from Washington, D.C., and really for one reason. We are going to pay tribute to our friends at NORPAC. NORPAC has their mission to Washington one week from today. I bet there are a lot of people listening to this right now who are going to be part of that mission, young and old alike. You can register if you go to NORPAC.net, N-O-R-P-A-C.net, for the Wednesday, April 30th trip. And for us, it's very simple. We want to be in Washington to celebrate 1,000 people going with NORPAC to Washington. Absolutely. Now, now you were told... That they've exceeded 900 to this and point. And that was before the last days of Yontov. Right. They've exceeded 900. Right. I would love, absolutely love, to hit the 1,000 mark uh, as soon as possible. Obviously this week if possible. So anybody out there, young and or old, who wants to participate in the NORPAC annual mission to Washington, it's a week from today on Wednesday, April the 30th. We've outlined for you just how important a mission this is. And how great an accomplishment uh, it does accomplish each and every year. Uh, they're advocating, or NORPAC is going to be advocating in Washington for causes and for uh, strategies and for policies that are very important to Israel and the Jewish world. So go register. NORPAC.net, N-O-R-P-A-C.net. Go down with your kid, with your high schooler, uh, and enjoy a great day in Washington. They take care of everything, all the logistics, and again... The purpose of us being down there a week from today is to celebrate 1,000 people being on the NORPAC annual mission. This is my first time, by the way. First NORPAC yeah, mission? Yeah, my first NORPAC mission. I'm looking forward. Very me, much looking forward. Me as well. I have not uh, been on a NORPAC mission to this point. Uh, and what's going to happen is, uh, and, and hopefully we'll reach the 1,000 mark and we will have a, a wonderful celebration and commemorate the day by being in Washington, D.C. one week from today. So that's happening 
that's happening a week from now on the 30th of April. Norpac.net has all the information. We encourage everyone's participation. JM in the AM, 23 minutes before 7 o'clock. There's other things happening. You know that this coming weekend, the Yom HaShoah observances are going to start. We'll talk about that. There is a big rally this Sunday in front of the United Nations Iranian Mission on the 3rd and 40th. A lot of different organizations are um, sponsoring that rally. You're encouraged to be there this Sunday at 11.30 a.m. in front of the U.N.-Iranian Mission, 3rd and 40th in uh, New York City. So that is uh, one thing that's happening this weekend. Also, this coming Sunday at 2 p.m., in observance of Yom HaShoah, there is an observance of Yom HaShoah Holocaust Remembrance Day in New York City, um, sponsored by the Museum of Jewish Heritage, the Warsaw Ghetto Resistance Organization, and the American Gathering of Jewish Holocaust Survivors and their descendants. Information, mjhnyc.org slash annual gathering. mjhnyc.org slash annual gathering. That happens this coming Sunday, our Yom HaShoah observance will be Monday right here at JM in the AM. 21 minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning, all. From Cape Coral, Florida, legendary destinations, wrapping up a beautiful Yuntiv. I thank you for listening to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world in the web, JM in the AM dot O-R. I'm going to go to the city. 
JM in the AM, brand new from the Yeshiva Boys, uh, who I'm sure had a uh, an amazing Cholamoid, as they always do. Hope you enjoyed all the Cholamoid events that were going on in the New York, New Jersey area and around the world. We had some great Cholamoid events down here at Legendary Destinations in Cape Coral. I have regards to the entire audience from the great Freddie Roman. I have regards to the entire audience from the wonderful folks at Eighth Day and the great legends at Soul Farm. And I uh, have regards from the great Steve Simchabil. Who am I leaving out entertainment-wise? We had some wonderful lecturers down here as well. Ben but Cohen. Now, Ben Cohen was an amazing entertainer. I have. You have your bent fork? I don't know where it is. Oh, I know where mine is. He bent the fork. So what are you doing with it? You're oh. putting it on display in your home? No, I'm bringing it to the studio. I'm putting it on display in the studio. Really? Yeah. That's funny. There's no room in the studio for oh, it. Oh, there's always plenty of room for a bent fork. Um, it's not just that he bent the fork. He bent each tine also. And like a squiggly. Yeah, like I can't do that in a second. You know what? I'd like to see that. So Moshe Karish has checked in. Moshe Karish is a name from, my God, my childhood. Yeah. I, there's a um, there's an air of uh, annoyance with this email, in my opinion. Okay. There's some annoyance in the background of this email, in my opinion. He says, just for the record... And I could see him saying, just for the record, Stretch, just for the record, we had over an inch of snow on the second night of Pesach. Oh, oh my gosh. So not annoyance, not annoyance with us. Man, no, I think he was upset okay. that we were minimizing the, the snow calls, the, mm. the snow bulletins that we were getting from up north. Because I was alluding to the fact that they likely were not true. Correct. He says, that, and he's in the Rockland County area, he says on the second night of Pesach, so that would be on Tuesday night. No, yeah, that would be I don't Tuesday know night. Anymore. On Tuesday night, uh, over an inch of snow. It was not just a flurry. It was still on the ground the next morning. Wow. That is annoying. Sorry to hear yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to hear that. We're sorry to hear that. It from reached you. It, it melted rather very quickly and by the second days the weather was beautiful. But tell Miriam that she should wear her winter boots home anyway. Oh, I need my <laughs> If you want to be practical, you have no choice. Um, so yeah. that's the story. So I thank uh, Moshe Karish, who continues to be a loyal listener, and in addition to that, continues to update us regarding accurate weather stories. So I, I told an inaccurate weather story this morning. So basically, that the Moshe, flurries and snow was an inaccurate account. When I, He's confirming that it was an accurate account. I can just see myself <laughs> tomorrow on the platform at Valley Stream. Getting on the Long Island Railroad. It's going to be windy. It's going to be windy. And by the way, now after this email, I would bet there are going to be flurries as oh well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's funny. By the way, good morning to my dad who's making himself a cup of coffee now this morning. Yes, and I say good morning to him as well. By the way, you know what's funny? Funny. I remember in 2006, and you can look this up. In 2006, we go to Israel for Pesach. So everyone's like, really, you know. Jealous, obviously you're jealous right. of anybody who's in Israel for Pesach, right? right? New York was in the 60s and in Yerushalayim was in the 30s. Are you serious? It was freezing. Remember that, Stacey? It was freezing. No had, tanning for me and you that week. And we had a Gavri. Gavri was just born, what, like a few months earlier? Oh, wow. And we have a newborn and it's so, and Cholomot is so, and of course nobody has what they need. Of the, course not. I mean, who brings all your years to Hello, we've already done snow in your <laughs> <Right>. shalai. <laughs> we've done there, been there, well, done thank there. God it wasn't snowing that year, but it was cold. Nothing like seeing snow being and I said, oh, cleared with a squeegee. And, and then, <laughs> when this trip developed, I said to myself, oh my gosh, could you imagine? 
if in fact it's going to be one of those 30 degree pace offs, you know, uh, one of the strangest vortexes, a, a word right. I just discovered this winter, <laughs> you know, where, where it goes down to Florida and back up this way, but New York doesn't get hit and New York is 80 degrees the entire pace off. Well. Lucky for us that it didn't happen, but I hope everybody enjoyed Pesach, no matter what the temperature was and how many flurries you had in your neighborhood. Um, seven minutes before 7 o'clock, it's JM in the AM. News from Israel will return tomorrow. We do that at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. I do remind you that a week from today, we're with the NORPAC mission down in Washington. I encourage everybody to go to NORPAC.net, N-O-R-P-A-C.net. We are trying to get to 1,000 participants for next Wednesday so we can have a real party in Washington. 950, we can't have a real party. No, Come no, on. No beach yeah. balls for 950 Yeah, nobody people. celebrates 950. Nope. You celebrate 1,000. So we're hoping to celebrate. Uh, we want everyone, high schoolers, college students, and obviously parents and grandparents to join the NORPAC uh, mission a week from today. Call for information. The NORPAC office, or just go to the web at norpac.net, N-O-R-P-A-C.net. Sign up and be part of Wednesday's adventure down to Washington, D.C. It's Yehuda Green next at JM in the AM.
with Yehuda Green. Wrapping up hour number one on this Isru Chag. For those of us who are... Thank you. For those of us who are uh, outside of Israel, today is Isru Chag. Today is the day after the great holiday of Pesach. I guess some would call it Chametz Day. The beginning of the 51 weeks of Chometz. <laughs> uh, I have a great picture of Stephen and Freddie Roman on my phone. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was saying this last night. No matter what you do for Pesach, and I'm not minimizing what people who aren't able to go away do. Believe me, they do four million times more than any of us who get the chance to go away. But even if you go away, there is a Pesach pressure that hovers over you before and during the holiday, which is unbelievable. It's palpable. And then last night, no matter where you are, whether it's home or on the road, it just, it lifts. And you're like, you know, Pesach is just, a, you, you can't avoid it. If you think going away, you're going to avoid it. If you think, you know, being a guest at your in-laws or anywhere else, you're going to, you're not, you're not going to avoid it. Even if you're not making Pesach. Uh, and again, it's obviously much more difficult and much more pressure-filled for those who are making their own. But uh, or when we make our own, but but the the Pesach pressure. You prep for fifty one weeks and it's still right, this, a crunch. Exactly, this, <laughs> it's not a surprise. You know when it's coming. I mean, there there are times when there are people out there. I'm telling you, who won't allow somebody with chametz in their living room in September oh, because they're worried about Pesach. I guarantee you. 
that there's somebody now who is not letting people eat in their car. (laughs) And I know somebody (laughs) who may be a blood relative of mine who has timed the uh, renewal of the lease. Right. Oh, are you kidding me? Now, I want to tell you, two Februarys ago, February of 2012. Yeah. Uh, we got a, I, I've told you this story. We, we, I love it though. We, 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 <laughs> we got a new bed. And it was 11 weeks. I think it was 11. I think it was 11 weeks. Maybe, no, maybe it was 7 weeks. Whatever it was. A significant number of weeks still An pay obscene pay number of pay Probably pay like weeks. 7, like un, just under 2 months or something. And I made a rule. That's crazy. I made a rule. There will be <laughs> it's no. Crazy. And, it, and we kept it. We kept up the rule. The first dirt, if you will, were Pesach cookies. Right. Oh, really? Oh, that was it. Well, people asked me if we were allowed to eat in the car as we drove down from New York to Florida. Right. They're like, is your, is your car Pesach already? I'm like, are you crazy? We're just hoping that we all get there alive. You think we're not going to eat in the car? <laughs> Give me a break. So you cleaned the car, what, on Sunday? Stephen was, Steve, no, Monday. Monday, Aravante. Yeah. Wow. Monday, Aravante. I mean, we were eating Krispy Kremes until about six hours beforehand. <laughs> Unbelievable. Krispy Kremes has become a food group. <laughs> as sick as that sounds. And you're, if you're in what town, you can find kosher Krispy Savannah. Kremes? Savannah. Georgia. Savannah's one of them. Um, there were a couple. There were a couple. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Hour number two begins. It's day eight in the counting of the Omer. Forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. Our Yom HaShoah observance is Monday. On Wednesday, we are live a week from today from Washington, D.C., from the NORPAC mission. If you haven't signed up yet, norpac.net, N-O-R-P-A-C.net. We want to celebrate 1,000 strong with NORPAC this coming Wednesday. So if you haven't registered yet to go, your uh, participation is very much encouraged. JM in the AM. Moshe Hecht opens up this hour. Plenty more coming up from legendary destinations in Cape Coral, Florida, as we wrap up an amazing journey down here for the holiday of Pesach at JM in the AM. Get a glimpse of your glory for a moment To be grateful and to be faithful
time to time And I know the divine Yes, I know Believers done by Moshe Hecht from the CD entitled Heart is Alive. Well, Miriam Wallach, you've met some interesting people down in Cape Coral, haven't you? That's for sure. Let me introduce you to somebody who I met in Cape Coral. This is uh, Rafal Harris, who, among other things... Judah is Judah Harris's brother? He is, uh, he, his brother is Ruby Harris from the Asprey Yeshiva oh. Band, the legend himself. Um, Rafal Harris, in addition to many other things, is a Guinness World Record holder, but I don't know in what, so we're going to find out right now. Rafal Harris, welcome to JM in the AM. Oh, wait. wait. We need a mic. Sorry about that. Uh, Rafal Harris, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning. There Good we morning go. to you, sir. How are you? Very fine, thank you. It's Hope a you enjoyed the, uh, the week in Cape Coral. Oh, it was totally awesome. It was beautiful. Beautiful location <laughs> and magnificent people and lots of fun and activities. Great part of the world. The west coast of Florida, a place I've never been. Would you say it was legendary? <laughs> ah, yes. It was absolutely magnificent. I felt like Ponce de Leon. Discovering something new. Right. The fountain of youth. All right. Um, tell us why you're um, featured as a Guinness World Record holder. Ah, so I hold uh, two different records, one in the Guinness Book of World Records and one on the Red- Record Setters World Records. It's a different organization. For the Guinness Book of World Records, I was the first person to joggle, which means juggling and jogging at the same time, the Jerusalem Marathon. Oh. The entire length? The entire marathon while juggling. Up well, actually, the Jerusalem Marathon is a half marathon. Oh, the half marathon. Yes. What is that, 11 miles? What is that? It's 13, 13 miles, yes. 13 one. So for 13... 13 miles, you juggled. Yes. First person to ever do that in the city of First Jerusalem. person to do that. So you're yes. the guy that we watch as the rest of us are just trying to struggle through the 13 miles. Oh, I struggled. You're the, you're the, <laughs> you're the person we look to for entertainment. Right. You ran Jerusalem? No, I didn't run Jerusalem, but there's a guy who ran in the Miami half when we broadcast from Miami who dribbled two basketballs. The entire time? The entire time. Ah, and then there was a guy who ran the whole thing flipping pancakes. And there's somebody who ran the Long Island half last year in a, in a three-piece suit. I wonder right. if Well, in the New York weeks. Marathon and Boston Marathon, people do all kinds oh, of stunts. Oh, lots of stunts. Lots yes. of stick. 
and running backwards and running barefoot. Yes. All right, so, so that you, was my so one record. The other record, the, the other record was I spin basketball, a soccer ball on my finger, you know, like the uh, Harlem Globetrotters type of thing. And I have the world record for the longest spinning of a soccer ball on my index finger, which was over four minutes. And then on the record setter's book of world records, I have the world's fastest animal balloon, which was six seconds for a balloon dog. So those are my records. You can, <laughs> you can make an animal balloon in six seconds? Floop, 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 dog. And it's right there. 10,000 right hours. How long did it take you to perfect the, uh, the spinning for four minutes? Uh, well, this is something I've been doing since, uh, you know, for many years because I performed my show, The One Man Circus, over a thousand times. Now, don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> but a, a, but as an average layman like myself, who's observed this kind of stuff his entire life, four minutes doesn't seem like a long time. Am I wrong that that, that I mean, it, well, has anybody beaten the record? No, that's that's a standing record, and it was published in 2003. I mean, I would think someone could do it for 40 minutes. No, 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 it's, it's not possible. It's, it's very hard to do it for more than a minute. It gets very yeah. Ah, so that's why hard. I never see the pros doing it for more than a minute. That's why right. the, the first minute looks pretty easy. Right. <laughs> and then it gets real hard. Right. And I also was a teacher of circus skills. I had the I was the proprietor of the Jerusalem Circus School for Boys for over 10 years. And I would have uh, 10 or 15 of the neighborhood kids would come over. And every week I would teach them a new skill, juggling or balloonistry or... Um, That's balloonistry. Or, yes. That's Balloon. cool. I'm going to have to balloonistic. use that. I'm a balloonistic. <laughs> He's a yes. balloonistic, the man. Uh, where was that in Jerusalem? That was in um, Neveyakov. Neighborhood. That's a great idea. Balloonistry. Yeah, I'm going to have yes. to incorporate that into my, as my father would say, into my daily vernacular. Oh, and by the way, a big shout out to those listening in room number 412. 412. Upstairs, big 412. shout out. Uh, all right, so you are Sir Juggly's One Man Circus. Yes. You're a Guinness World Record holder. You do eat fire. Oh, yeah. Hope you didn't try that with the big pizza oven here. I hope. No. You eat fire. You yes. do eat fire, right? Yes. That's, Why would uh, that's you want to do that? You do juggle. Well, don't tell anybody. This is a secret. Don't let this get out. But it's actually easier than it looks. To eat fire? To eat fire. You know yeah. what? Eating pizza is easier than it looks. <laughs> Let's get right. that out there. Um, do you still do... Yeah, we will talk about the book in a second. Do you still do the weddings, bar mitzvahs, entertainment, birthday parties, and all that? Sure. I, I work on cruise ships and festivals and weddings and bar mitzvahs. We had a lovely um, Hanukkah show with the Kabad in Manhattan, le- you know, last week, last month. Yeah. So I still Well, performing. you didn't do a Hanukkah show last month. You probably did it during Hanukkah. During Hanukkah. Do you have Frisbee dogs? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> all right. How do people reach you? What's the easiest way to find out about your balloonacy? Um, yeah, I have a website, uh, Sir Juggly's One Man Circus. Simple as that. They can, yeah. And search can, it up. Yeah, search, yeah, you can search it on Google. And you wrote a novel or you're writing a novel? I wrote a novel and it is published on Kindle.com and yeah. for a limited time or only, it is available for purchase for $1. I'm trying to get it out. And how long people. has it been out? Um, a couple of months, a couple of months. Could you give me a thumbnail description of what goes on in that novel? Yeah, sure. So it's Kindle.com, right. and then you would search the title is Crystal Reef. Right. And, uh, with my, a C. Yes, with a C. And my pen name uh, is Roger Harris. Okay. So it's Kindle.com, Roger Harris, Crystal Reef. And Crystal Reef is a novel of action and adventure and romance and elements of hard sci-fi, science fiction, but it's uh, based on true science. You know, like Michael Crichton type of thing. You have a scientific fact, and I d- develop that. And Crystal is a feral child. She grew up um, 
in the wilderness, and there was a shipwreck, and she's the only survivor, and she is rescued by a pod of dolphins. And she grows up amongst the dolphins and speaks their language and knows their code and behaves like a dolphin. And then she is discovered by a, um, a wandering traveler, and they wow. fall in love. <laughs> Very interesting. Name of the book again? Crystal Reef, with a C. Roger Harris. Roger Harris, Crystal Reef, Kindle.com. A buck. Yes. A book. A book for a book. <laughs> yes, it's a novel. Yes, and it's a book, and it's How a novel. How long did it take you to write it? Uh, it took about a year. It took about a year. Wow. Yeah, and I did extensive research into zoological f- f- facts and elements about uh, cetaceans and and what, what we do know about dolphins and their language. What's your and favorite uh, diaspora song? Pischuli Sharitzedek. Um, That's your favorite. That's the number one. I'm going to play that for you right now. Oh, that's that. awesome. And you're going to make sure to send regards to our good friend Ruby Harris. Yes. That's the Let them know we treated you kindly this morning. <laughs> that's, that's a deal. Good luck with the book. Good Thank luck with so Sir Jugly. And I love meeting Guinness World Record holders. It's really cool. It's been a Next pleasure. Next time I need someone to spin a basketball for four minutes on an index finger, I'm calling you. <laughs> All right. Next time I'll bring a basketball on my own. Oh, yeah, that would be a good idea, by the way. If we're together next pace, I'll make sure to bring that basketball to the show. The the basketball. Maybe maybe you'll be able to keep it on that finger spinning all through the entire jam in the air. Maybe Ben Cohn can get you to spin it for longer. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Rafal. Thank you very much. Rafal Harris with us at JM in the AM. Cape Coral, Florida is where we are, legendary destinations on this Isru Chag morning. And here is Pizchuli at JM in the AM.
Hashem Bagoim, Alken, Otha Ule Shimcha Azamer, Alken, Otha, Otha Hashem Bagoim, Alken, Otha Ule Shimcha Azamer. Le David ou le Zaro Adolam, le David ou le Zaro Adolam, from the seventh day of Yontif, from the Haftorah, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, J.M. and the A.M. on this Wednesday morning. It's Isru Chag. For those of us outside of Israel, in Israel, Yontif ended Monday night. 
uh, for everyone else, it was last night. And I uh, hope you've had an amazing transition, an easy time transitioning back to a normal life, as we say. I'm sure a lot of people were up uh, throughout the entire night changing dishes and uh, turning uh, kitchens back into uh, the way they normally are and putting away those uh, heavy countertops and the and taking the tape off different things and ripping off the uh, paper from... What's so funny? Thank you. <laughs> the Stace, answer to that question Stacey was Stacey Siegel thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm going through the list of what everyone's doing if they're home right now and uh, what they've been doing all night long. Exactly. Uh, ripping the paper off of the... Uh, what are they? <laughs> ripping the paper off of different things that are... Uh, I covered up for Yuntif. Tefillin parking taking place on that oh, chair. Oh, uh, first day of Tefillin for some people for a long time. There you go. And uh, the faucet covers are coming off today. The mm. faucet covers will be uh, eliminated today, and they will be put away until next year, or thrown out, and new ones will be created next year. Yes? You're an advocate of that, Stacey Siegel? Throw out the faucet. Stacey Siegel says throw out the faucet covers. Tweet that, please. <laughs> she says throw out the faucet covers and put in new ones for this next year. This is funny. Oh, By the way, I fr- a shout out to our friends at Corin for those of us who got to use the Corin oh. Sachs um, Haggadah. That it is, was uh, it was enormous. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. That's an incredible publication. I'm it's glad really that beautiful. a lot of people enjoyed it over Yontif. It was just remarkable. And a big shout out to our friends at Corin. I guess. Uh, We'll be doing a new segment with them this Tuesday, I assume, right? That's what I'm assuming. I it's assume coming so. Tuesday. Um, when life returns to normalcy. Our network schedule will be somewhat choppy today, would you say, or back to normal today? How, how would you... Uh, Yossi's Wag is on. He will be doing a regular Correct. Thursday, uh, Wednesday live lunch. Live lunch. Z-Report is Z on. Z-Report live lunch at 11 a.m. this morning. And actually, I want you to know, shout out to Yossi, because we gave him a pass. Right. And we said, you know, if you don't want to be on, you don't, you can't, whatever, you're traveling. And he's like, why wouldn't I be on? Okay. Because we were ready to bring it. We were ready to start network programming tomorrow, tomorrow. frankly. Right. So he'll be on today, and I guess that will be the only original show on Correct. Today, right? And then tomorrow is all original right. programming. Tom- tomorrow is full-fledged. Uh, make sure to be tuned into the Nahum Siegel Network, jnam.org. Ah, it's the judge. The judge is coming up on your And way. a big thank you to... Uh, Good morning. A big thank you to Stan, who's in our studio, and a big thank you to uh, ZK, who's not in our studio. Can we wake up ZK just because we feel like it? <laughs> I, bet you he's, I bet you he's one of those people that was up all night. I'm waiting for the text. I'm already up, Wallach. I'm yeah. waiting for it. And he's probably <laughs> listening to make sure we sound excellent. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. We end the Pesach Seder with the expression of hope that Mashiach will come and the third base of Mikdash will soon speedily be rebuilt. On the last day of Yom Tov, the Haftarah also signifies our great hope in the coming of Mashiach in the building of the base of Mikdash. We pray for the base of Mikdash three times every day. We request this, that Hashem should rebuild Yerushalayim. However, there is a difference of opinion among our Chachomim concerning the construction of the third Beis HaMikdosh. The Rambam states in Mishnah Torah that the Beis HaMikdosh will be built by man. In fact, he says it will be built by Mashiach. Thus, it's understood that one of the indications of Mashiach's arrival will be the construction of the Beis HaMikdosh. Rashi in Masech Sukkah 
in the Osun Rosh Hashanah, presents the view that Hashem has in fact already built the Beis HaMikdosh and it exists in the heavenly spheres. When the appropriate moment arrives, the Beis HaMikdosh will descend and become part of our world. Our Chachomim tell us, in the era of Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananiah, the Romans actually granted the Jews permission to rebuild the Beis HaMikdosh. The people rushed to begin the preparations. However, the project never got off the ground because the Samaritans' intervention. In other words, it was not yet the fitting time for the Beis HaMikdosh to be rebuilt. When we have a taste of the Geulah on Pesach, it renews our hope for the future Geulah. On Motzah Yom Tov, we do not make the bracha at the time of Havdalah over the psamim, the spices. The Ramban comments that the Neshama Yisera, the extra soul that we get on Yom Tov, does not leave us on Motzah Yom Tov after Yom Tov has passed. And therefore, we have no need for the psamim, the spices. The reason for the spices is because it revives us after our Neshama Yisera, the extra soul has departed on Motzoi Shabbos. The Avnei Nezer says that anything that has been given to us from heaven, and it came to us as a chesed, a person does not have an actual portion in, and therefore it does not remain with us. That is Shabbos, which has been given to us from Shemayim. However, Yom Tov is something that the based in, the great court of law is Mekadesh, it sanctifies. And therefore, B'nai Yisrael, all of the Jewish people, have a certain portion in it. And therefore, the Neshama Yisera, that extra soul that we get, remains with us. Let us hope and pray that the extra Neshama, together with the great spirituality, the holiness, and the joy of Yom Tov, will remain with us throughout the year. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. A, um, a broadcasting legend uh, just walked by a moment ago. How'd the Bulls do last night? Won or lost? They lost? They did lose? Hey, what's going on with the Chicago Bulls? <laughs> That's true. You have to be the last team standing. They only have one loss left. They have to win four of the next five. Wow. The Allswang family is rooting for the Chicago Bulls. Like my uh, my uncle from Chicago used to used to live and die by the Bulls with uh, Bob Love and uh, Norm Van Norm Van Leer, who Tom Borwinkle Bowinkle right Borwinkle, and who's Van Leer? Norm Van Leer right? Yeah, that was his uh, that was his uh, favorite team, late seventies I guess something like that. There you go. Are the Blackhawks in the playoffs or not? Oh, boy, the, the, the second city is going through a rough uh, playoff run here. And the Cubs are in last place. Are you hearing what's going on in Chicago? Are you following any of this? I'm, I'm stunned by how easily this rolls off your tongue like you're living in Chicago. I mean, is there a well, stat I, that's I not even, stored I, in your brain right I now? I didn't even know the Bulls had lost last night. When's they didn't the, call and tell When's you? the last time the Bulls were down by two in a, in a playoff series? It's probably going to last year to the Heat, but not early on in the playoffs. They're usually – you know who they're missing? They're missing Nate Robinson. That's who they're missing. It is obscene the amount of knowledge you have in your Now that my like sports <laughs> analysis in the morning is over, let's turn to Benjamin Siegel. 
Tuesday nights. He's on WIUR. I want to hear what his show was like last night. Give him the red microphone. Ask him how his show went last night uh, at WIUR. He's on every Tuesday night at 10, I believe it is, 10 Eastern time at the Yeshiva University radio station. Had the, good morning, sir. How did the show go last evening? Good morning. Uh, it didn't happen last What? Time. I know. <laughs> the <laughs> first rule of you radio. You the people coming the in. The first room. rule of radio is commitment. It's got to be there on a weekly basis. What excuse can you possibly have had not to do a show last night? <laughs> I didn't have any equipment. <laughs> <laughs> the Nachman Single Network is much more prepared than WIUR Network. Now, will there be a show this coming Tuesday night? Of course. There will be. Yeah, why not? Do you have a topic picked out yet? Not yet, but uh, it's a surprise topic. Ooh. <laughs> it's a radio surprise. Ooh. It's like one of those radio smorgasbords. You have no idea what may be served. Well, it uh, could what? be really good. You don't want to miss it. Give me it an, could be. That's a great promo. Yeah, that's very confident. <laughs> Give me an example of one of your hit shows in the last month. What's been a really popular discussion on your radio show at WIOR over the last month? Is there one you could cite that, that uh, you remember having a big impact? Yeah, I remember when we uh, when we brought on a uh, a guy who lives in, in Ukraine who goes to Yeshiva University. Wow. And he spoke about the Ukraine issue. That was pretty interesting. That's cool. That's cool. That was an interesting show, yeah. got to let me know about that uh, stuff. I may, I, may tr- I may try to rebroadcast that on the network. <laughs> That's cool. And, um, yeah, we also we had a, uh, a show recently with a... Uh, a young superstar who's been raising money, for, who raised sixteen thousand dollars for Sandy Hook victims, like wow. for the for the town in you know in Connecticut. In Connecticut, and that was a really nice show, also. Very we had some nice. nice, cool stuff. Good for how you did, guys. How did that in. sock drive go? That was going on oh during God, the winter. Oh my God! Oh, knock, give us up. It's unbelievable. She's amazing. She's really cool. Where is she now? She's in India. Right? right, that's what I thought. She's in India. Why? On for Pesach? NYU exchange program. For Pesach? Uh, I don't know. I don't know where she is for Pesach. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. She sent yeah, me. A, a really she sent me an program. email from India, and I'm like, "What are your parents thinking?" <laughs> yeah, she's she's really cool like that. Yeah, um, she's pretty incredible. Now, true or not true, you were voted number one day camp counselor at Legendary Destination. Oh, for sure. Well, not true or oh, not okay. true? Well, one of the day camp counselors just walked in, so not true. Not true. <laughs> was there one a second? Okay, yeah, true. Was there a vote for or sure. not? There was no vote. There was, there was no, no vote. vote. There was no vote needed. They yeah, went, it was unanimous. Exactly. <laughs> They went it was with, understood. There was only one name on the ballot. They went without any type of uh, of award ceremony, any type of big wrap-up or a, or a closing banquet where you got an award or anything like that. None of that stuff happened. It was happened. all under. They didn't even need it. Completely <laughs> under. They didn't even need it. Everyone knew. Very interesting. <laughs> all right. Did you enjoy the experience? Oh, my gosh. Legendary Destinations was, was as its name says, <laughs> legendary. It was awesome. It was incredible. And it isn't it nice time. that now we know what Cape Coral is and what Marina Village is? All these yeah, terms. Yeah, all these right. terms that we now the, know exactly. The city within the city of uh, within the city that we're in, which right. is incredible. Uh, now we understand where we are. It is remarkable. And uh, you've had the experience of being in a lot of different areas of Florida. This is your third Florida uh, Pesach, right? This is in, in a third different part of Florida. Right, also. third different part of Florida. So where were the other two? Fort Lauderdale well, and Miami. Right. He's now been in Cape Coral. Can't Cor- compare. Very, Can't compare. You are. No, He's you cannot compare. In, right? He's now <laughs> been in Cape Coral, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami for three different Pesachs over the last ten years. That's incredible. What do you think of that? Yeah. It's not Orlando. If we expand to 20, we were in Hawaii also, and I still think this is good. Correct. You were in Hawaii. <laughs> right. You were in uh, the Catskills. Of course. Many, no. many times many in the Catskills. Times. And, were you, and you were <laughs> home. Right. All, yeah, don't forget the home part, by the way. Mother's. That's right. See, that's true. The only the only thing that could beat legendary destinations is Stacy Siegel's <laughs> cooking 
and preparation, and we haven't had that in a couple of years. Yeah, well, according to my kids, that's not the case in terms of my cooking because my second to oldest kept on saying, I can't believe how good the food is. I said, what were you so worried about? She goes, because it's Pesach food, and Pesach food isn't good. And I said to her, stop. I've been making yonta for the last 10 years. What in the world are you saying? No, I didn't mean it that way. Right, stop talking. I fed her that dialogue. Oh, is that yeah. what it was? I, I, mm-hmm. I told her. You're taking one for the team there, are you? I told her to get out there and uh, start comparing this Pesach to her mother's cooking. And yeah. I, I knew it that this, how the discussion would go. I, yeah. I knew what direction it would go. Banim gidalti v'romamti v'heim ubi is all Hey, who's on That's Life tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time? Oh, first of all, um, Rabbi Charles um, Sherman, who has a, a phenomenal book out. Actually, I just put it away. But yeah, if you do me a favor, it's in my work bag. Um, I've already been quoting it. Thank you very much. It is called The Broken and the Whole, Discovering Joy After Heartbreak. It's actually a new release from Scribner, Charles S. Sherman. So he's your guest? He is one of my guests, as is Rabbi Steve Berg. Oh. There's plenty, uh, unfortunately, there's plenty of anti-Semitism to talk about. And, Bob, and I really enjoyed uh, Rabbi Berg's colleague, uh, Mark Weitzman, yeah, who was, he was here. Great. He was a phenomenal lecturer. Yes. The man is filled with information. And last night at about midnight, I tried to stump him on a couple of uh, nothing on a couple of people that I for sure he had never heard of in this country, and he knew everybody. Wow, he knew everybody and really knew them well. The way he rattled off, oh gosh, the way he rattled off various pieces of history and the chronology and just going through this and being able to explain major subjects, oh. even to a layman, was just right. remarkable. A week from today, we're in Washington, D.C. We'll be at uh, NORPAC. What's the weather going to be like in D.C.? Hold we're on. in Washington, D.C. a week from this morning to celebrate 1,000 strong heading down with NORPAC and the NORPAC mission to Washington. If you want to be part of it, go to NORPAC.net, N-O-R-P-A-C.net. We'll be broadcasting from the halls of Congress next Wednesday morning. Between 6 and 9 at JM and the AM, make sure to be tuned in. It's 73 on Shabbos in Washington, D.C. Oh, not bad. I want to remind everybody, today is day 8 in the counting of the Omer. Yom HaShoah observance will be this coming Monday. And a reminder, a major Holocaust Remembrance Rally takes place this Sunday at 11.30 a.m. in front of the U.N.-Iranian Mission on 3rd Avenue and East 40th Street in New York City. Make sure to be there starting at 11.30 in front of the U.N.-Iranian Mission. The rally is at 11.30 this coming Sunday. You can call 516-521-9333 for information. It's being billed not only as a rally, but as a Holocaust remembrance as well. Let's speak out this coming Sunday in New York City. We'll remind you as this week continues. A short week for us, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday here at JM in the AM. And then, as we said, uh, Monday will be our Yom HaShoah observance. Wednesday, we're live from Washington, D.C. at the NORPAC conference 1,000 strong. JM in the AM with Yaakov Shweki.
In a few minutes, Alan Schoenfeld's going to join us. Uh, he is the first person, I believe he was the first person, from the Legendary Destination staff to contact us months ago and to guarantee an amazing time down here. Remember that. that and in, in an era where you cannot rely on uh, everybody who tells you that they're starting an amazing program, whether it be Pesach or otherwise, uh, he came through with flying colors with a big thank you to Masha and David and everybody 
That's that Alan's sure. been working with for the last uh, many months. We'll speak with him coming up at JM in the AM. Day eight in the counting of the Omer, and a reminder that uh, we are here uh, Monday with our Yom HaShoah observance and Wednesday live from NORPAC in Washington, D.C. We are trying to encourage everybody to register for NORPAC. We'd like to go down with 1,000 strong on Wednesday. NORPAC.net, that's NORPAC.net. If you're young, if you're old, if you're a grandfather or a grandson or a granddaughter. Actually, when um, when I met with Richie Schlussel, with Dr. Richie Schlussel, he told me that there were multiple um, multi-generational trips or groups coming down. Well, of course. Which is fantastic. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. And we'll be there Wednesday morning and uh, we'll be celebrating a thousand strong, uh, hopefully the first time ever that NORPAC will uh, have 1,000 people lobbying on the same day in Washington, D.C. Everyone is packing their uh, flight food as I'm watching over your shoulder. There are multiple containers being packed, bags. (laughs) Do they allow food on airplanes? As long as it's under two ounces, I'm sure they allow it. (laughs) Ridiculous. Yonina Siegel is here. Give her a red microphone for a moment. Onina, as we call her at the Wallachs. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. So what do you think? It was amazing. You're impressed with the west coast of Florida? Yeah. Uh, what were some of the highlights of legendary destinations? Um, the barbecue, the pool, lunch, <laughs> <laughs> When they asked me what my favorite subject was in high school. Recess. What? Lunch. <laughs> Let's not overlook that. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Did you have a chance to get to the eighth day concert? Yes, I did. Did you enjoy that? Yes. Did you have a chance to hear Soul Farm perform? Yes. Did you enjoy that? Uh-huh. Did you enjoy the 50s hummus party last night? Yeah, it was good. Uh, they had cookies. They had the donuts. I didn't have the cookies. They had pizza. You didn't any cookies? What? I didn't know there were cookies until They were morning. by the pizza outside. Oh, well, we were getting stuff. Oh, well, wait till next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can find a cookie today. Um, I'm sure you can. Exactly. And um, what else did you tell us, Yonina? Anything else you want to mention about your trip to Florida? Um, no, I think I'm good. You had a nice time? Mm-hmm. And there's school tomorrow, so. There's school tomorrow? Yeah. Reality sets in. Wow. I heard of a school, uh, last night someone was telling us about a school that doesn't open again until Monday. But I guess that's not yours. I think I should start attending there. <laughs> You'd like to go to that school. Enrollment huh? has just gone up at that yeshiva. All right. I want to get to this song before we introduce Alan Schoenfeld to everybody. This is the, uh. The song that I told Eighth Day they should have done, but they didn't include in their repertoire the other night. Uh, it's an amazing song off their brand new CD. It's called Freedom. Here it is at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. with 8th Day. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. I had a feeling that if we start speaking about the weather up north, that listener Sandy would check in. That was my feeling. Did you have that same feeling? I, I, no, I did not. I had a feeling listener Cena would check in. This was a, uh, this is a follow-up to the comment by listener Moshe about the one inch of snow that they had the second night Yuntif. Right. Sandy says, yes, we did have an inch of snow on Pesach. And we also had hail in Rockland County. We had hail, we, they had hail in Woodmere because somebody posted that as they were going through the Makos, they were live and in person. <laughs> Thank God that was the only one who showed up. Right. I got attacked by a frog during the 8th Day concert who was screaming like a bloody lunatic, but nobody cares about that. Interesting. So you had your own Maka experience. I didn't realize that. I have to tell you, I'm not a friend of the amphibian. I'm really not. I don't want to get up and close and personal with no frogs. And they, and they knew that. They knew you'd been condemned. Nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. Man. Uh, we opened the 8 o'clock hour on this 8th day in the counting of the Omer. Oh, 8th day. That's hey, funny. 8th day in the counting of the Omer. Uh, and uh, with a reminder... That Monday we'll do our Yom HaShoah observance. Wednesday we'll be down in Washington with Norpac. Go to norpac.net to register for the trip. Somebody just posted on Facebook, what are you doing with all your leftover Pesach food? And I'm like, what am I doing? My kids are holishing for me to get the Pesach chicken nuggets um, that are, that I don't know who makes them or whatever it is, but they are obsessed with the Pesach chicken nuggets. They like them better than the chametz. So I've evidently and hold every single bag you have on the side, and, of course, the Pesadica ketchup that they like better than Heinz. Yep, you heard me. Those are the two things that they have requested. Could you make sure... It might take me ten minutes to recover, to recover from, from this moment. Statement. Do I have to talk to Alan on my own? You are telling me... You're here first. There are American-bred kids... You got it. ...who would rather have Pesach ketchup mm-hmm. than Heinz ketchup. I am telling you that. And, oh, you know, and, you, and you know these kids. I birthed them, yes. You, you can vouch for them. I know them intimately, yeah. And I don't understand the whole chicken nugget thing. Masha just fainted. <laughs> she, heard, she heard that somebody likes Pesach ketchup more than Heinz. Well, you know what? She just said, she said that's it. It has its, it. it has its place, I will tell you. I think it has its place. No, but I the Pesach chicken nuggets? I, no, no, no. So you're already, oh, okay. you're stating a premise, uh, and your premise is incorrect. There is no place for Pesach ketchup. You know what I'm looking forward to? We, being we, in the studio with you. We have Pesach ketchup because yes. Alan says to himself, we can't have Pesach and not serve ketchup. we gotta, we got to have meat and barbecue and French fries and all the other stuff they do here at Legendary Destinations. Correct. And not have some type of, not have an excuse for ketchup on the table. Excuse Yeah, we have to have ketchup? some type of ketchup. Aye. That's why we have Pesach ketchup. We'll ask Alan why we have Pesach mustard. That should be banned completely, in my opinion. But that, that's a question we can ask him in a minute. That's a question I'd like to ask him. But your look, I should ha- I tell you something else? Should I tell you something now, that's going to make you until now? Nutty? I had great respect for your family. Yeah, I had tremendous respect. Nice, I know it's tank. Nice Jewish family from the five towns. You know, good values principles, etc. Mm-hmm. Now that I know that you'd rather have, or your kids would rather have, yep. a bottle of Pesach ketchup in the fridge as compared to a bottle of Heinz, I'm rethinking the whole thing. Okay. If that's what sets you off, you know what I, one of my favorite Pesach products is? What? Pesach pancake mix. I love Pesach pancakes. Oh, stop with all the eye rolling out there. It's not okay. I love Pesach pancakes. And not the ones with the blueberries either. It's going to be hardcore straight up. It's a comment on all... Thank you. Masha's with me. 
You're Masha. All, you're all nuts. <laughs> you're all Whatever. crazy. To comment on all of this, Alan Schoenfeld, uh, who is uh, with the team of uh, Masha, David, and Alan, and has been amazing, not just for the last few months, but amazing over the last eight days, coming through with everything that Legendary Destination said they would do for their hundreds and hundreds of guests here in Cape Coral. Alan, good morning to you, sir. Oh, Alan needs a mic. Be, be nice if I turned on your microphone. Good morning, Thank you. Sir. Thank you. Good morning. Good let's, morning. Let's do this first because this is probably the most important topic we're going to get to today. Your reaction when you hear a level-headed, educated Jewish woman state that the children... You mean chil- talk about Stacey? <laughs> the, children, <laughs> the children in her family would rather have a bottle of Pesach ketchup in the fridge year-round then Heinz ketchup. Well, somebody back me up on Your this. Reaction. Somebody on okay. Facebook back me up. Come on, people. I figured it out. I figured yeah. it out. She evidently doesn't allow them to have regular ketchup <laughs> all year round. Is that what it is? No. You would allow regular ketchup. I do. I buy the small Heinz packets and everything to send them with their lunch to school. Now your reaction to a woman who has stated moments ago that one of her favorite things year love, round love it. is Pesach pancakes. Love cakes. it. Are you telling me? And by the way, do you have a free gift for her to take home? (laughs) By the way, the pancakes every morning were like the hottest thing going. Pizza. Sorry, they were going like hotcakes, but I know our our kids were also into the pancakes. But I can't believe they'd be into them today. That's what I'm saying. In other words, if you if you went ahead, you can't eat something because there's nothing else. There's always something. If you went ahead and offered me a Pesach product that I've enjoyed for the last eight days, and you offered it to me today, chances are that I would not. Gravitate. So no matzah and tempty in the studio oh, tomorrow. Please. Forget about it. English. If I made a matzah bra, it would be no, a the, no go. No, but I mean the, the the debate in our room last night is anybody gonna eat gonna eat hand matzah this Friday night? Like this would probably be the only time. Yeah. I'm sure there's leftover pounds of matzah where I am, so or where we'll be this coming Shabbos. So the question is, will anybody? You know, be eating it. Like I, I, I could go for some strites. A yes or no is the question. I could go for a pink box of strites. I got to be honest. All right. For Alan's exhausted from this conversation because he cannot believe what he's hearing. And I'm I own, telling you. And I also can't believe what I'm, I'm hearing. I'm full from talking about food, let alone eating. By the way, I just said to you when we were when we were um, off the air a couple minutes ago and listening to, I don't remember what track it was, that I'm looking forward to actually being hungry. <laughs> that sensation of remembering that I don't have to eat every hour, that there isn't something available every hour, that nobody's making me an omelet. But as morning. we learned this yes. Uh, week, yes, none of us are ever really hungry. That's beautiful. That's deep. It is deep. It is very deep. 24-hour cafe. Yeah, no, but besides that, you know, there are people in the world who are really hungry. Right. We That's don't true. fall into that category. No. So we are an- not starving. We are not starving. So in answer right. to the question before that you got on, what do we do with the leftover food? Mm. So there's plenty of yeshivas here in Florida, South Florida, East Florida, and there's plenty of Chabad organizations and plenty of programs that will be coming over the next two days. We're leaving Friday. Not, we're still here for another two days um, to come and pick up the food. And Masha, David, and I are making sure that nothing goes thrown out. What is the name of the rabbi in Cape Coral? The Cape Coral Chabad? Rabbi Yossi Kablansky. Okay, rabbi Yossi, get ready for a <laughs> shipment of matzah mail like you never saw Do you hear in that, ba- that truck backing up, Rabbi Yossi? By beep, the way, shout, beep, out to Aviva, beep, beep. shout out to Aviva Gordon who likes Pesach ketchup too. Yep, better. That's the word. Aviva likes Pesach ketchup better, too. Shkayach. If we can get her email, we'll send her a proposal for next year. Can I get a third? Can I I get a third? I'm speechless. Anyway, um, 
So Rabbi Yossi could certainly expect a nice shipment. You're going to leave that down here for him and for, for him. The, everybody in the Chabad. Right. And we've notif- he's notified, as well as Rabbi Rotenberg and Rabbi Weitz from ORB, have notified some organizations um, that have been in contact with David and I, and um, we're, we're making it happen. Is there leftover hand shmura matzah? I believe so. There you go. I believe they'll, so. They'll be eating that this Friday And there's no, leftover sure. Pesach ketchup, which will be shipped to the five towns. Yeah, I would Bring hope it. so. Bring Le- it. Leave it there in the wallet garage <laughs> where it'll wallow for the next few months. And it'll still be good a year from now. If you say so. And it will. Uh, by the way, did you use more than one brand of ketchup this Pesach, or was one brand you went with? Was one it, brand. It was one brand you went with? That was I believe it? so. I don't th- Did were, you see two? There were glass bottles. Yeah, this is, I'm paying attention to craziness. Details. There right. were glass bottle ketchup yesterday. That was at a different lunch. brand than the plastic bottle? I don't bottle? know that they were a different brand, but then there was the plastic bottle. Did they taste bottle. the same to you? Uh, they, I did not have any. It's My the same gosh. brand. We, we use some for the barbecues by right. the pools because we can't use glass. Right. Oh, Hitanti. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, so there you have it. Anybody who's curious about leftovers, I'm going to do. A sh- I'm going to do. I, I guarantee you, right now, if we did a show of hands, I would get at least two people who are putting up their hands from the group we have here now. All right, let's who see. Pesach Panina, Panina, Panina Weiss. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for interrupting your breakfast. If and you, for those of you who uh, are walking in, sh- come in, come me. in. If you like Pesach ketchup more than Heinz, raise your hand. If in general you like, hey, I knew I would be right. What? Not one person. Do you if like you Pesach like Pesach Did you shoot all my people out of the room? If you like Pesach ketchup more than Heinz, raise your hand. Come, Come on. on. Right here. Yeah. I got one. I love Pesach. All right. This is my you friend like- from Brookline. There we go. Am I right? Quincy Mass. Woo-hoo. Where's my dad? <laughs> Got to get some. Where's a ringer? I Why, need a he ringer. also likes ketchup? My dad, my, my dad likes anything. This topic is insane. Um, this is not the craziest thing I've ever said today. Alan, at some point over the next few months, Legendary Destinations is going to have a major announcement regarding the 2015 Pesach season, and they'll Correct. also have a major announcement regarding Rosh Hashanah and the fall season in general. Correct. Uh, I, <laughs> Mark Zomik just posted, Miriam Wallach is nuts. <laughs> exactly. And not the kidney oak. I would like the uh, privilege of informing the community of both of those announcements when they're available to the public. 100%. What's your estimate on the Rosh Hashanah announcement? Will it be before Shavuos or not? Our plan is to have it announced by Shavuos. Okay. And on Pesach, would you do it before Labor Day or not? Um, we will announce it before Memorial Day. Oh, you're, you're literally... By, Mori, by Memorial so Day. So both announcements around the same time. Correct. Okay. So we'll yeah. know the 2015 plan sooner than people think. Right. Legendary okay. Destinations will have our 2015, 2014 Rosh Hashanah, right. 2015 Pesach, but before July 4th weekend. Okay, very good. So everyone will know what's going on. They'll be able to uh, start planning next year, as you have told us, and we've confirmed it by looking at the calendar. It is a very, very good setup on the calendar. Oh, it's amazing. We're talking about a Friday night Seder. We're talking about a lot of Cholamoid. A lot of Cholamoid. Right. You know, right. We're talking about a lot of fun. So we're adding a program next year, please God, that we're going to have. We, our kids' program this year was incredible. Correct. Uh, over 160 kids in the camp program. And you know what I said? If the kids are happy, the moms are happy. The moms are happy. The fathers are thrilled. Right. <laughs> um, the truth is, next year, please God, we're going to have some adult programs, meaning fishing trips for the guys, maybe a trip to a shooting range, the guys. You're not invited. I'm some, not going. Some Good. macho stuff. We're going to try to have some yeah. men's bonding For events. people who like Heinz ketchup, right. People who like real Heinz right. ketchup and real mustard real exactly. ketchup and cowboy steaks. Exactly. Yep, not the cowboy steak person either. <laughs> <laughs> David, co- good morning. Oh, David Tafe. David, One second. Morning, here, here, here. David Tafe is here. 
just move him over a little bit. David, um, they, if you want to speak to David at any point, he hangs out in a place called the Jewish Museum. And locks. By the way, whose alarm is going off? Do you hear that? You've heard about the Jewish Museum, right? I have. I have frequented the Jewish Museum. So David here's what you in. do. When you go down to the ground floor of the Jewish Museum, there's Correct. a delicious restaurant there. Locks. Excuse me? Locks. No, it's usually not locked. It's usually unlocked. Oh, okay. The name of the restaurant is Locks, L-O-X. Locks, New York. In fact, Elon Kornblum of Great Kosher Restaurants told me it's one of his favorite places. Thank have you. you have you eaten there at least? <laughs> <laughs> that would be helpful. I have. Good. Thank Welcome. God. Welcome. Good morning. How are Good morning. you? I just walked in. Now that all the Pesach restaurants are closing, we can talk about Summit's <laughs> restaurants again. <laughs> that's it. I'm back in the form, baby. Yeah, that's right. He's ready. He's ready right. for the pizza bread and the shawarma and everything else that people are looking I don't for. Want, I don't want to go back to reality, though. Yeah, yeah no This joke. has been a fantasy land. No joke. This has been unbelievable. So, Elon, your family had a good time? Absolutely. What's not to like? I think the first telling sign of what... First of all, I apologize for my voice. I've been talking all week. Um... But uh, the first telling sign of what, what a, he is, us? What a <laughs> program. We talk for text. a living. Yeah. He I, couldn't text I, I all text. So <laughs> I had to talk. Um, was a doorbell on in my room, outside the room. I think how big the room is, is you need a doorbell. That you need a doorbell. To be like able that. to, instead of knocking, because <laughs> you can't hear from the other side of the room. That's funny. So, you know. Well, it's um, funny because my daughter was trying to get in the room yesterday, and she's ringing the doorbell like off the hook. And I get to the door, and she goes, "Did you not hear the doorbell?" I said, "I was on the all the way on the other side." It still takes me a minute. There you go. Yeah. Also, uh, it was very cool. I don't know if you discussed it. I don't, I don't know if Alan knows, but another uh, telling sign of what a legendary Pesach this was. Um, Mark Weitzman, uh, one of the lecturers, we were great, talking about how great he was. His son Elon. Um, was fishing a couple of days ago with Mike with Mike Gershkovich from Mike's Bistro, by the way, and he caught a mangrove snapper, and he caught it. He brought it back to the kitchen, gave it to the ORB to check, scaled it, cleaned it, about you. and cooked well, it, it, and it was able about to eat it. Oh, nice! We're about your fishing, fishing trip. trip. Yeah. He literally how many pounds? Uh, no idea. Around. <laughs> Pound and a half. Yeah. Two. Something like that. Two pound? Yeah. How was it? I saw it cooked. Delicious. Isn't that amazing? Fresh, tasty, delicious. I've also eaten my own stuff that I've fished that day. It's ridiculous. It's also a great experience. That was the first time I've ever oh, actually really? kept something that I caught. Yeah, it was Because it, it was big enough it hit the... Yeah, I think it was 11 inches. I think it. the minimum was 10. Nice. So, yeah. Good for you. It was great. Isn't that amazing? Him. That is That's amazing. legendary right there. And now I hear he's opening up his own restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was he was in the cooking competition. Oh, there you go. Oh, That's we right. didn't talk about Chopped. We have to talk oh, to David about Chopped. Oh, that was great, Chops. by the way. Oh, my goodness. We have to talk to David about that. Chopped. That was a fun experience. Everyone was so You got to tell everyone what the ingredients were. No, they were secret, don't you know? Oh. <laughs> we, had, we gave everyone a whole Nova side, a whole piece of Norwegian salmon. Matzah, cashews, macadamia, the, macadamians. That's right. And the secret ingredient we threw in a little bit later was cabbage, grapefruit, cabbage. Oh. and grapefruit. There was grapefruit in there also. Yeah, Stacy Siegel won the competition, but graciously uh, abdicated ah, it to somebody I else. See, I see. <laughs> she is a, a team player. She really is a team player. What she does for Legendary Destination. It's amazing. Who was the real winner? I don't remember the uh, real winner. So. Rada. Rada won. <laughs> Congratulations. 
Uh, wear that belt with pride. David cannot do. Cannot get rid of that mic fast enough. <laughs> you were not shocked by the victor, were you? No. Again, I was shocked, or at least pleasantly surprised, at how well everyone did. You know, again, Stacy was great, and look, we had we had the secret weapon. That's why we were shocked. We had Irv Bader. As I know cut. you were cheering. <laughs> we love Irv, and then it turned a little bit after the. Winner was announced. Uh, yeah, right. But I'm saving my favor with Irv if the kids make it to the Israel Championship game. He's yeah. commissioner of the league. We may need his help. <laughs> yeah, but Irv, Irv had a great time. Irv said that was one of his highlights of the program was to be part of that. So that was really cool. And probably we'll do that many more times. Well, there was, a, there was a good team of judges. There was a great team of cooks, of right. chefs. And great audience. A great audience. It was just a fun Yeah, on fun a day. Sunday, last Cholomoa day, we had 30, 40, maybe even 50 people come. With sunny, beautiful weather the sunny, outside. beautiful weather. They all packed into the shul. They were cooking. It was amazing. Every dish came out uh, wonderfully, and uh, the winner got a big Legendary Destinations gift certificate, and I'm told they also got a free dinner. Is that true? Yeah, they got a seven-course tasting dinner to Mike's. Wow. Complimentary meal at Lux. Pile on those prizes, Oh, my God. This is, oh, oh, That's boy. nice. I should have entered. Exactly. <laughs> Just for the heck of it. Yeah. Uh, there you go. So congratulations, and that was a big highlight of Cholomoy. So big announcement by Memorial Day regarding Pesach. We'll do all the Rosh Hashanah stuff once the information is available. 100%. And a big thank you to you and to Masha and David and everybody uh, responsible for uh, legendary destinations. We shouldn't forget Elon because he was he the was first the person who ever, introduced us. Right. who ever introduced us to this we're, team. Uh, we're really yeah. proud, by the way, of with Alan, David, Masha, and amazing. I'm so proud to be a part of it, and Nachum and Miriam as well. Um, we had a great program. It was awesome. No this one, was Rabbi Dr. Noah Noah Weinberg. Ridiculous. The whole morning we're talking, we forgot about Rabbi Noah the Weinberg. Doc, the, they, the guests were calling him the People's Rabbi. He, was he great. is the People's Rabbi. He was great. The People's Rabbi. I mean, we know him a long time, but we right. really know him now because right. we spent the entire week with him. He's just phenomenal. And um, I played doubles tennis with him. What? Really? Yeah. You played tennis? Yeah. I played tennis. Can you believe? Didn't you? I, yeah. My dad and, and me and, my, and um, Rabbi Weinberg and his wife, we... Had a nice doubles uh, match. Very nice. He's very into physical fitness. Yes. Yes. Uh, What he's doing at this Pesos program, I have no (laughs) idea. But he's very into physical fitness. No, but (laughs) um, him and um, Chuck Mulbauer had a seamless, beautiful, beautiful... Um, religious program for yeah, it was us. Great. We had a great um, voice. Two wow. Dafyomis every day. We planned on one. We had yeah. two. By the way, we should give Shield. a shout out to uh, the person who anchored the Hashkama Minyan. Who's that? It was it not Benjamin Siegel? Oh, it, it was. was. I was there the whole time. I was wondering who was taking care of things. Your <laughs> who is son. that guy? Your son. Benjamin Siegel. Shout out Hashkama Minyan crew. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> exactly. All right, thank you all so much. We heard there was a Hushkama Minion. That's as close as we got at the wall. I was there, and it was a quite a, quite a nice one. Have you mentioned about the judge, by the way? From yeah, New, well, from we, New Mexico? I, I gave him a shout-out. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is, he's a, amazing. Inspiring words. It's, we had people from Boston sure, he's and amazing. Detroit. People from what, New Hampshire. He's from New Mexico, Chicago. Right? New Mexico, yeah. Florida. A diverse Met group people of from people. Exactly. People yeah. made new friends here, and it was just... Listen, it was a collective group of success 100%. is the bottom line from from our entertainment, which was out of control. Soul Farm, Eighth Day, Freddie Roman, Stephen Bill, to um, the, the Judaic series of lectures and programming, to our camp program, to our teen program, to our culinary team. Right, shout out to Debbie Gold. Debbie Gold. 
Wow. Around the day camp. Great day camp. Yep. Full arcade. I just discovered that last night. Where yeah. are you? I don't know. Talking. We've been mentioning it for six months. You oh, my oh, my God. Oh, my God. And now great. we get to move on to Heinz Ketchup and uh, continue right. from there. Thank how long us. is this going to last? I don't know, but quite a I while. I know. You guys lived up to the hype, and uh, right. that was that? it. Omelets and st- real diet Coke See, every day. I'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell Ding. That was what was uh, so, I, I shouldn't say shocking. It wouldn't be uh, uh, the right way of putting it, but the the team... And you remember this from our first week. Right. They made a commitment that's very difficult for first-year programs to hold. It's very right. hard for first-year programs to go ahead and maintain In the, the commitment talk, of everything you know, they want to talk do. Talk is cheap. Right. And they went ahead and they walked the walk. Right. They went ahead and came through with everything. It was just beautiful. crowd was great. Every aspect of the program was wonderful. It was an honor to be associated with it. Elon, thank you. Continue. Good luck. Thank great you. kosher restaurants. Oh. Alan, of course, thank you. Allison. Allison, Allison Joseph. Joseph. Allison, sure. Allison was yeah. phenomenal. I went to a lecture of hers. We had so much going on, we can't even we That's right. remember. That's right, we can't remember everything anymore. But we really appreciate everyone's hard work, everyone's ruach, everyone's energy, and everyone's part to make David Masha and, and I's legendary destinations a legendary experience. It really was a legendary Amen. experience, and we'll have more for people to experience coming up. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, David. Thank, Thank you, Masha. Thank you, Ness. Thank you, guys. Legendary. All right. Legendary. It's a brand name in and of itself at this point. Um, it is 19 minutes after 8 o'clock on a JM in the AM Wednesday, Isru Chag. In Israel, Isru Chag was yesterday. Outside of Israel, Isru Chag is now. Eighth day in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. A week from today, we broadcast from NORPAC in Washington, D.C. Help get to that magic number of 1,000 registrants by going to NORPAC.net, N-O-R-P-A-C.net. This is JM in the AM.
You haven't heard a word from ZK this morning? Not one text? I have not, but I've heard from Daniel Gordon. I've heard from Mark Zomick. I know, but I'm shocked that ZK is not tuned in. I'm sure Maybe he, he actually is. relies on our expertise at this point that nothing will go wrong. Yeah, that could be. or Rob. <laughs> right, and he relies on Rob. He knows Rob is still an earshot. A big shout-out to Rob here Rob. at the Westin and Cape Coral for helping us out like crazy over the last week and a half. He was the main man down here when it came to the technological stuff. Um, that was uh, Eitan Katz with Gale. You heard uh, you heard Miami in there, who I'm sure was superb Thursday night at Brooklyn College. You heard a uh, great medley of music as we uh, continue throughout this Isruchag morning at JMDM. Eighth day in the counting of the Omer. If you got to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. It's an Isruchag Wednesday on... Uh, the 30th of April, one week from today, Wednesday, the 30th of April, will be down in Washington, D.C. We'll be celebrating NORPAC 1000. Please, God. It will be the first time that NORPAC travels on a lobbying mission to Washington with 1,000 members, and you can be part of that. If you go to NORPAC.net right now, N-O-R-P-A-C.net, N-O-R-P-A-C.net, you can be part of that experience that we're looking forward to on Wednesday of next week. It's going to be great. Norpac.net. Reminder, our uh, Yom HaShoah program will be on Monday here at JM&AM. And don't forget this coming Sunday when a very important rally takes place in New York City in front of the United Nations Iranian mission, a Holocaust remembrance uh, will take place this Sunday at 11.30 a.m. in front of the U.N. Iranian mission on 3rd Avenue and East 40th Street in Manhattan. That's 3rd Avenue and East 40th Street in Manhattan. A lot of different organizations are sponsoring the event. Participate. You can call for information by dialing 516-521-9333. 516-521-9333. And again, this Sunday, the Yamashoah Mobilization Committee, with support of many organizations, will lead a rally in front of the mission of the Islamic Republic of Iran to the United Nations, 40th Street, 3rd Avenue, in New York City, that begins at 11.30. J.M. and the A.M., we're at Legendary Destinations, where our legendary um, uh, Pesach is coming to a conclusion, back in our Jersey City studios tomorrow morning, back to a full network schedule tomorrow. Don't forget that today, even though we're not on a full network schedule yet, today, Yossi Zweig will present a brand new edition of the Z-Report Live Lunch, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the stream, between 11 and 1 o'clock with brand-new concert information and and all the latest uh, brand-new music. I have a feeling he'll start giving us some a cappella updates. I'm sure. That's happening today, 11 until 1, with Yossi Zweig on the stream at jmandtheam.org. Soul Farm was here the entire Pesach. Sea Lands Bomb, Noah Solomon, they are simply amazing. Their concert was spectacular, and all their musical performances are just in, are just a, a amazing, and uh, here they are with Meheira at JM in the AM. <laughs>
to your arms at the end of the day and get lost on your ancient pathways a moment of quiet when I'm on my knees all in a burning sun let me find some peace oh I know what this is worth and how much it means 
Prayers that go in the dark And the moon hangs low We plant the trees in the sand Where nothing would grow And now I feel connected No matter where I go Here in my heart You are my home And now I understand The work I have to do To keep this garden growing To make a dream come true Oh, 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 oh. Walk with me I know I'm Weinberg just stopped by. We were discussing uh, we were discussing whether parents have to go to the airport when the kids in Nale go to Israel. <laughs> well, what's so funny? No, I, I know. Oh, you this agree is with going. me? The answer is no. You agree with me? Well, actually, luckily enough, I don't. I really don't have to. <laughs> Somebody's hesitating to put on a headset. Rabbi Weinberg. There we go. Rabbi Weinberg will not be at North Shore later this week. He's taking a trip with his students to Europe. And then to Israel, called March of the Living. Good morning, everybody. Wanda. Amazing. Good morning. Good morning. Your students who are back in North Shore must be really upset that you're not around for a couple of weeks. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Whoever you've been taking the treadmill from at 5 a.m. is going to be thrilled, though. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, when he goes to the gym, there's plenty of treadmills available, I would guess. And that's true. Am I right? There's that is true. Um, anyway, so you agree with me that parents... Do, it, it, it's, it's silly, according to you. For parents to show up to the airport to say goodbye to their Superfluous. kids. Yeah, I think it's a waste of time. You just, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I see I've won you over on this topic. I've won you over. Stay have you home. ever had a parent not show, by the way? Like, people may have been out of town or something. You, know, um, you no. never have a situation no. like that? So everyone's always there. Yeah, you'll be the first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was told by Stacy that we're actually... <laughs> that we're actually going. 
<laughs> she claims we're actually going yeah. to the airport. We're well, on that flight, I exactly. think. Exactly. We're looking. We'll put you right next to Yosef. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you know it was a father-son trip this year, <laughs> Nala? Anyway, Not a bad we, idea. We hey. Had, we had a great time over these eight days. Uh, you're the, you were the rabbinic leader here. You had a lot of complicated stuff to deal with. I say you dealt with it beautifully. Thank you. Uh, really nicely. Yep. Even got an Erev up for Shabbos, which was cool. Yeah. Two Erev in different areas. Wow. Oh, Come I on. didn't realize that. Yeah, we're, Don't we're tell me so, short. We're so from. We don't put up one Erev. So we put up two Erevs. <laughs> That's how from we are. It's unbelievable. When the first one doesn't count, we got the second. <laughs> he was worried about a snowstorm taking down the first. We so. need to ask Rabbi Weinberg an yeah. important question, though. Let's hear it. How do you feel about Pesach ketchup? Oh. It's a good question. Let me, let me I know. Uh, uh, I asked you, you know, someone. Please, please. Let okay. Me, me, uh, uh, someone this morning yeah. who generally is regarded as a responsible journalist, someone this morning claimed that in their house they would rather have Pesach ketchup year-round than what? Heinz ketchup. Okay. That's Are you not what me? was said, but that, that's that fine. Is. That's all right. You know, we can go to the archive. We can go to the What was said? Let's go to the videotape. What was said? First of all, I just want to give a shout-out, okay, to Rabbi Alicia Weiss, who is my son's Rebbe, and he emailed me to say, my mother likes the ketchup. That's all I have to say. Nice to hear Meaning, you on the air. My mother yeah, likes the ketchup. That wasn't the question. I'm just saying. Thank the you, Rabbi Weiss. You had your choice They're coming ketchup. out of the woodwork, by the, the way. The question is, if you had your choice of ketchup That's during the year, no, I said that my kids often prefer. Would it be Heinz or would it be Pesach? It would be Heinz. But I of course it would be Heinz. Wait. Would you eat mustard, Pesach mustard during not. the year? Not during in my life. Depends not on. even on Pesach would I eat <laughs> Pesach mustard. Exactly. It's amazing how many things I eat mustard with all year round. All of a sudden for eight days. No, not No obligation. Yeah, that's not happening. That's not happening. Oh, good. We're bringing in some. Uh... No, no. It's so. What do you say? No, for Chabad. I, I think, I think it's. It's an outrageous yeah, attitude. It's, it's outrageous. I don't. That's I'm the craziest unimpressed. thing I've ever I'm said. Un- I'm un- I don't know, think but so. it's, it's a little crazy. Anyway, uh, Rabbi Weinberg, continued good luck Thank at North you. Shore. Continue good luck with Kent Masora and Nala. We I look mean, forward to an amazing summer. Yeah, we're going to try to get you on the air from Israel. Okay, great. Oh, I, now, awesome. I know that's tough because we're on early in the morning. It means you'll be in the middle of some hike somewhere. It'll be great. Yeah, in the middle. Great. Rabbi, you and Wadi awesome. you'll, right you'll, yes. you'll be out of breath. You'll be struggling to, to keep up with the group, won't you? No. Seven <laughs> miles every morning and I'll be out of breath. Are you yeah, kidding no, me? No, he'll be fine. <laughs> it's the boys who are going to be panting. So I'd exactly. like you to check in a couple of times from Israel yeah, and just, just let us know what they're doing. Fantastic. Because I'd like I to know if you're that. overworking the kids or not. That's what I'd like <laughs> to know. Are you running the Long Island Half, by the way? No, when is it? A it's Sunday, Sunday. Right? I can't. I'm going to be in Poland. Uh, yeah, you know, by the way, if I had a dime for every person who couldn't run a half, because he was going to be in Poland. <laughs> he's going to be in the Warsaw Half Marathon. <laughs> oh, exactly. I give up. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a different race. Uh, anyway. That's a robotic show. Do you jog in Warsaw? Um, no, but they have... Uh, they have a health club? They have a European health club. But you're not uh, going up and down the hills of Warsaw. No, right. no. All Warsaw's right. pretty straight. Oh, is it? Yeah. So you see what I know about Warsaw. Anyway, I don't know if it's proper to say enjoy, but I know that no. it'll be a fulfilling it'll experience. It'll be very fulfilling. So enjoy, quote-unquote, March of the Living. Thank you. And enjoy Israel. Will you be there for Yom Atzimut? Yeah, of course. So enjoy Yom Atzimut celebration you. in Israel. Thank you. We do a beautiful... Get me one of those things they bang everybody over the head with. Do you? Know? I'll get you one. Thank you. And knowing him, will bring it to the studio. I will 100% bring it to you. For Yom Yerushalayim, I want that. I want to be using it on the air, Yom Yerushalayim. We need it before Yom Yerushalayim. Oh, that's right. We made it before Yom Yerushalayim. Because we need it in Israel. I'll get you one. Uh, Thank you very much. No, my pleasure. And and also, keep in mind, the next time you visit us in Jersey City, 
Uh, Pesek Zman would be my favorite candy bar. Okay, keep that in mind. <laughs> but you, you can don't get mind. that in Gourmet Glot. No, but it's, it's nothing like it's nothing like. Having, it's I don't nothing, need to do that. It's, boss, not, it's, it's nothing like yeah, having bring, it schlepped. Let me bring you back a kosher Snickers bar for me. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> like oh, those back to were the days. I need my Pesex Mon. It has to be authentic. It has to come from Makola. It is Okay, Israel. believe uh, that there. I'll bring you back. Marzi, Marzi, Marzi Pen. Ooh. Oh, if you wow. mean the bakery. Do you mean yeah, the bakery? Yeah, oh, okay. the bakery. Oh, but one second, one second. He eats the cinnamon rug a lot. Right. I eat the cinnamon rug a lot? No. 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 What about the coconut? The one with the coconut on top? I've never had that. Oh. But why? I will tell why? you. Why would you do that? If someone's going to freeze a pound of rug uh. and then bring them back for me, it's the cinnamon, not the chocolate. Okay. Thank you. I feel like I'm going to have to buy another bag. No. Another bag. You, you cannot. You can't, my bag no. on the way home is always overweight. With you can't jog. Yes, I did turn off my microphone. You cannot jog seven miles a day and then bring me a pound of rugula. You cannot do that. I'm going to I'm going to get you. Not. I'm gonna I, get you I will not allow that. I will not allow somebody who advocates physical fitness, like my Weinberg, to bring me a pound of rugula. That would be inappropriate, in my opinion. No, I think that he's the only one who could pull it off. No. Well, no, no, I'll eat some of it. Enough. We'll share it. Oh, you'll eat some. We'll make a lachaim on a rug. <laughs> one for That's me, the way to do one it. for you. That's the way to do it. Um, anyway, Thank continued hatzlacharabah. Wonderful spending Pesach with both of you. Uh, really the, the question months ago was, would you be a good Pesach rabbi? And I feel you were the perfect Pesach yeah, rabbi. Yeah, agreed. Thank so you. So thank you. Thank you. And uh, enjoy the next time. Uh, enjoy Friday night when you sing Lachadodi in Warsaw. <laughs> yeah, but I'll by do the, the whole one this time. By the way, we should also note that Rabbi Weinberg was backed up on Havdalah by Soul Farm. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That was That's ridiculous. Right. Can we not forget about that? that was See you the, uh, guitar. That was the uh, Saturday night. Matzei Shabbos Hol Havdalah. That was very Havdala. special Havdalah. Yeah, that was great. Which was great. pretty amazing. Uh, and the joke about Lachadodi, of course, is that uh, in the minion here, they actually sang part of Lachadodi this past Friday night when traditionally... Uh, Jews from the Ashkenazic background do not say Lachadodi on Friday night of Shabbos Cholamai. Hence the inside joke between myself and Rabbi Weinberg. Well, thank you for <laughs> cluing me in. So now but I, I say, was smiling and nodding say, the whole time. So now I say when you say Lachadodi in Warsaw this coming Friday night, think of me. Please. I will. I always think of there you. you. <laughs> Who else should he I'm think sure. of during Lachadodi? Sure. I mean, really. How about the Sabbath queen? She should, <laughs> she should be in those thoughts somewhere. All right. Thank you, Rabbi right, Weinberg. Thanks, guys. There he well. is. Let's have a nice round of applause for my Noah Weinberg. Thank you. JM and the AM will start wrapping things up from legendary destinations here at JM and the AM.
That'll do it. Wraps things up from Legendary Destinations in Cape Coral, Florida. Big thank you to everybody down here and, of course, at the Westin in Cape Coral. Major thank you to Rob, who uh, helped us with all the technical stuff down here. Thank you to Stan in our studio, ZK on the road, Miriam Wallach Engineering down here. Great job. Thank you, Miriam. Thank you, sir. And uh, we will reconvene in this city, or I should say in uh, New Jersey tomorrow morning. Coming up at 11 o'clock Eastern time, brand new edition of the Z-Report Live with Yossi Zwag, with all the brand new concert information, acapella selections, etc. It's all happening at 11 a.m. this morning on the stream at jmandtheam.org. Achenu Bishrael and Achim Machem, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org. And that'll close out our Pesach programming on this Hishru Chag. Don't forget, one week from today, we're in Washington, D.C., part of the NORPAC 1000 mission for 2014. If you want to be part of it, check it out online at norpac.net, N-O-R-P-A-C.net, for all the information. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Tomorrow morning, we're back starting at 6 a.m. Till then, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.